0: What's up everybody, welcome to the Journey of Legend podcast. I am Steven and I am joined by Jeremy. Hey guys, how are you doing? And we are here on this beautiful, beautiful week of the first week of November, talking about what's going on in video games, our personal journeys, our gaming journeys, and you know, there's some news to talk about and some games to talk about this week.
1: Lots of good stuff coming out, lots of good stuff. It's a, it's a nice time of the year.
0: Yeah. Now, I know we've both been playing Outer Worlds, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit. But uh, before that, anything else exciting going on in your uh, personal journey of legend?
1: Other than me back on Mixer and streaming and loving it and, you know, just making better, making myself better each day, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I got a puppy. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. You talk about, though, you know, those things you always want to do when you're a kid. Yeah, I want a puppy. I never, we've had cats growing up, but never a dog. So my wife, it was her birthday. And she was telling me a couple of weeks ago when I asked her what she wanted. She's like, I really want a dog. And so I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. We found one to adopt, and she's really sweet, but uh, she's a puppy. So we are house training and all those fun, fun things
1: just a typical you know new dog's but i bet she's sweet and spoiled and makes you smile and that's the biggest part right
0: yeah she is sweet and spoiled and there's some there's some pluses there's some bright sides to it she she takes really well to her crate so we put in her crate at night and stuff like that and she's been doing well and like letting us know when she needs out in the night and so there's lots of pluses to it she's just not housebroken and we we've had more wins than losses but we just going to have a long ways to go yeah, for sure. It's it's yeah. a
1: journey. You know, it's like yeah. the journey of legend. It's a puppy journey.
0: Yeah, it's a puppy journey. Well, if you all want to hear more about my puppy, you can you know follow me on Twitter there, so I'll talk about it more. But for now, let's jump into the news for this week. For sure, yeah. So I'm not a Diablo guy. I'm not like not a not Diablo guy, but I'm not into Diablo. So once you take this first story and talk to us a little bit about Diablo Four.
1: So, um, let me paint the picture. It is BlizzCon Friday afternoon. Everybody is amped up. A lot of uncertainty in the air. Mm-hmm. They open up and drop what is absolutely probably one of the most gorgeous trailers I have ever seen.
0: I watched it. it. It was very good.
1: It is. It was just so neat. It was so dark and so drab. And Diablo 4 is being announced. So, um, the Diablo 4 game has been announced. Looks like some really cool stuff. Um, Some new mounts, some new skins, some new uh, potential um, uh, classes. And it just, honestly, I think it really blew a lot of people away. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we have Diablo 4 on the horizon. We do not have an exact date. I am thinking probably more around 2021 is probably what I'm thinking.
0: They said they don't have a release date. Uh, no release date's been set, but it's going to be, it's not going to be in the near future. So we're not looking at this year. Yes. Uh, it could be next year, but I'm going to bet it's going to be winter, spring, Q1, Q2, 2021.
1: Yeah. It might be one of those things, you know, that, uh, you know, Activision Blizzard, they want to, um, save that for a big, you know, start to a really good year potentially. Yeah.
0: Yeah or or they could launch it with the new consoles that would be interesting so oh yes a year from this fall that would be a that would be a great launch i mean they would have come out on the older consoles as well i'm sure but it was announced officially for pc playstation 4 and xbox one but if it's not if it doesn't have a release date in the f- near future it's going to be on the ps5 and xbox scarlet i guess is what we'll call it for now so yes you know i agree i think it will be part out. of that it'll be a cool launch game
1: I think so. I think that would be huge for Blizzard. I think it would be massive. Um, the The cool thing about the fan base for for um, Diablo is massive. I mean it's a it's a very long running game. Uh, you know, legacy. Uh, it's it's always built upon each other. I know this one. They mentioned that they're kind of building some of the things here from the ground up, mm-hmm. which kind of has me intrigued. I did watch a few of the sample uh, playthroughs. And it looks really nice. It looks really smooth. Some of the abilities for some of the new characters looks really cool. Um, you know, so I think it's really gonna, it's really gonna be a nice addition, an upgraded addition, a better addition to the Diablo universe.
0: Now they did say, and I don't know how you feel about this, it's going to be an always online, um, multiple dungeons, like lots of dungeons, hundreds of dungeons potentially, um, style game. So almost an MMO in the sense of. Uh, how it looks like they're going in the direction of this game.
1: I think that's honestly going to be most of the games we see coming out that are like Mm -hmm. this are going to be kind of that experience. Um, I think it's fine. You know, again, I always reserve my, you know, to see. I reserve my, you know, opinions till I see it. I think it's going to be okay. It's kind of disappointing, though. Um, You know, like from the Switch, you know, it was kind of nice just to play the game. Uh, But, you know, I I think that's going to be easier in the long run to to be able to play those specific games and and everything's online, the content's online. It might make it for easier pushes for fixes and patches and stuff. Sure. Um, well, going of to course, be the
0: destiny of Diablo. I mean, they're going to definitely if I Diablo, which isn't bad. I mean, especially if they can pump, pump pump out a lot of content for the game, and it's a lot of fun. I know Diablo fl- fans are hype. Like yes. everybody who I know who is into Diablo is very optimistic about what they saw and what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's going to be big for the fans. I think this is a nice treat that we're going to see, and I think it's going to be very successful.
0: Yeah. Now, I will say, I know this isn't an RPG, but I am very excited for the new content coming to Overwatch as well. So I'm going to just briefly, (laughs) if you don't mind, I have always thought that Overwatch needed a PvE component. Uh, I love playing the multiplayer. I'm a big fan of it but uh, i'm really excited that we're going to have pve and multiplayer missions and upgrades to characters here we go here's the rpg side of it you'll be able to upgrade your characters in pve and get new moves and level up so um there there's that to it but i'm excited about it and i really think what they're doing is super cool where a lot of the content will still come to overwatch one so the new maps and characters and and, and skins and things but if you want the fresh pve stuff and some of these unique content you're gonna have to get overwatch too and yeah i'm excited for it i I really like overwatch i've always been a big fan so we'll we'll leave it at that and move on to the next news story (laughs) which i am very excited about um if you're into rpgs and you have not been reading about disco elysium you are missing out on what i think is going to be a what is a fantastic game on pc and what I'm very excited is coming to console.
1: I have heard nothing but good things from about Disco Elysium. Um, some of the bigger streamers that I've seen have been playing it. I, I, I know that they're loving it. They mm-hmm. say it is kind of a real interesting RPG. Um, it's a lot of reading from what I have understand and from the stills mm-hmm. and a lot of the gameplay I've seen. It is a lot of reading because there's no real big voice acting. There, it uh, is
0: actually voice acted.
1: Yeah, but there's – but like a lot of the context and reading a lot of the scenes, I've noticed it doesn't read it for you. Um, But I did notice the other day on that note that there is apparently somebody that's making an add-on that will read it for you. uh, It's kind of interesting. In the voice of – I think it's maybe Cortana or is it the Apple – Oh, yeah, Siri. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe it's the voice of Siri. Anyway. So it would
0: be interesting to me is if on the console versions, if they actually add in something officially, Yeah. here's why. It's going to be tough to read.
1: Yes. Oh, and yeah.
0: So if you're playing on console on a TV 10 feet away, you're going to struggle to read a lot of that, which is actually, when we talk about Outer Worlds here in a little bit, that is my wife's number one complaint with the game. She can't read the text sitting on the tele- sitting on the couch, you know, uh-huh. six to, well, I think about eight feet from the TV. So, uh, yeah, I think yeah. That that's something that we're going to have to work on, gaming that uh, devs are going to have to work with, is they yeah. build these games for PC, so you're sitting like we are right now, just a foot away from our monitors. So we can see them just fine, but if you're playing some of these games on televisions and sitting on your couch, can't read it. But Disco Elysium is a detective based RPG that uses a classical dice system for all sorts of different types of checks and you have different skills that you put points into and the story kind of unfolds that way. It's not combat focused, although there is combat in the game so it's really kind of interesting combat you don't have to fight like for example i was watching some gameplay where someone had high charisma and some other skills but very low fighting skills and they got into a fight and died so they need to figure out another way to actually get through that encounter without fighting yeah it it looks really really interesting i'm excited that it's coming to consoles um i i would have picked it up on pc but and i was planning on picking up on pc soon but now that it's going to be on consoles, I'm going to just wait and enjoy it that way instead.
1: I've heard nothing but good things about this game. I've heard the art direction is great. I've heard it's a very you know story. The story is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very. I've heard it's kind of dark a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because a it makes dark, you kind of think. It's
0: kind of a detective sci-fi. It's 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 not like strong sci-fi, but it's a game with sci-fi elements and kind of some stuff going on that's you know not normal for a world yes Uh, so a little bit sci-fi but not like overly sci-fi we're not talking you know star wars here
1: oh yeah yeah for sure i i I was actually thinking about getting it uh last week
0: yeah um
1: but you know maybe i'll get it maybe i'll do it this week i mean i've got two weeks before you know pokemon and yeah and um jedi fallen order come out so maybe Mm. i'll grab it this week
0: yeah go for it go for it So I have a question for you. Did you play through The Witcher 3?
1: I have invested about 60 hours into The Witcher 3 before I started playing other stuff. Mm -hmm. I love Witcher 3. I think Witcher 3 is probably one of the best games ever made. And that's without even beating the game.
0: Yeah. So did you watch this new trailer that came out for the Netflix show?
1: I did. And is it? I think it looks awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: I I have not played through The Witcher yet. I, I've I've dabbled in it, you know, a little bit. I played some of The Witcher two. Um, I played a little bit of three, but I I'm really into what this show is going to be. I think I really mm. like what they're doing here uh, with it. It it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. I just kind of I didn't actually watch the whole trailer because I didn't want it to be spoiled. I just kind of scrubbed through and saw what it was sort of about. But I'm really excited. Like, everybody who I know watched it really was into it. Apparently, there was a bathtub scene, which... Oh, is, yes. Uh, like, the big thing there. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, I think I'm going to like this version of Geralt because it seems to be a little bit more in line with the books. Whereas, the the game's Geralt, I never could connect to the character. But this Geralt, from what I saw just in little bits of the trailer, seems a little bit more relatable. And interesting to me. So, I think that's cool.
1: Yeah, the bathtub scene is, is an iconic scene. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those iconic, you know, load scenes that's in, you know, in the Witcher series. It's so mm-hmm. good. Uh, the book, there's actually a really lot of deep lore in the books um, yeah. that were written, you know, several years ago. There's, there's quite a bit of deep lore. And I think, you know, with Geralt... It's hard to really understand Geralt in some points because, you know, of, of what he is and what he does and his purpose in this world. You know, it's it's kind of hard to understand sometimes. But I am mm-hmm. excited about Henry Cavill. I think the one thing about that actor is he has played all the games.
0: Oh, he yeah, played he? the
1: games before they even wrote the script.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's really cool.
1: So Henry Cavill was a fan of the Witcher series and the books before they even approached him with this. So I think that to me is huge and that is that that's to me is gonna make you know, because you always have these movies, you know, the video game movies do not always translate very well. Mm-mm. Um you know, I'm talking to you, Doom. Um, but you know <laughs> um but some of, I think with him being a fan of the series and the books, I think it's gonna be a really good um Netflix series.
0: Yeah, that's really, really interesting that they are that he's done that. that, that really actually gets me super excited because yep. he's going to bring a wealth of knowledge of the lore and the character and how he should act and what he should do, but bring his own spin to it. Of course. That's cool. That's really, yeah. really cool. I always yeah. get really excited when I hear that the actors are really into what they're playing and just not coming in, not really knowing anything. that That's really exciting.
1: No. When I first saw that first um, poster of Henry Cavill as Geralt, Mm -hmm. I immediately went, holy cow, that is the perfect image. Mm -hmm. And so I was really excited about it.
0: Yeah. So I'm excited to see it. Uh, I was thinking, I'm always trying to come up with good games for my wife to play. She doesn't really like to play games that are hard or difficult.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I was looking at The Witcher 3 and realized it had basically just a story version of the game where you just play through and the combat's really simple. So... I think I might recommend that to her before she watches this next Netflix series because I know she'll watch it. She'll love it. And we'll probably try to watch it together.
1: It's a good game. Highly Mm -hmm. recommend it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just uh, one other, like, a quick bit of news. We don't have to talk very much about it, but Neo 2 got a release date, and if you're into gaming RPGs, particularly hardcore RPGs, uh, it is the Soulsborne-style game that is, you know, very much so inspired by... uh, Asian lore and all those different things, the gods and whatnot. I don't know the right the yokai. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yokai. And uh, it comes out March thirteenth, twenty twenty, in a very crowded time of year. I don't know if I'll have time for it. But what I've noticed about all of these games, the hardcore action RPGs like Neo or even Code Vein that just came out, it typically doesn't matter when they release them because fans of this style of game are going to pick them up no matter else whatever else is going on. So. Um, Yeah, I haven't played the first Neo, and I know you're not into these sorts of games, so I don't need to dwell on it very long, but I need to get these games played and beaten. I need to find time to get back into the groove of playing these hardcore action RPGs.
1: Well, a fun fact about good old Jeremy here. I did play Neo. <laughs> oh, did
0: you? I didn't know that. I did. That.
1: And I, lo- I thought it was, I liked it. Oh, um, well, I know I, you
0: weren't into Dark Souls.
1: No, not a, f- I don't know. There was something about this. Um, I think the real, one of the bigger reasons I liked this because there was a lot more story behind it. Mm, yeah, uh, boy, You know, so unlike Souls really where you have to use your imagination, mm, you know, quite a bit of the time. But yeah. with Neo, there's actually a really good story. Like the main character, the second you start the game, there's a story, there's a protagonist, mm-hmm. there's an antagonist. You know, and then of course you have these yokai, you know, gods and spirits and stuff um, that you have, you know, that kind of come into play. Um, Neo is really good. It was actually free on PlayStation Plus. I think it was free on PlayStation Plus it's, here a while it's, back.
0: It's 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 actually that is the, one of the free games for November. Oh,
1: okay, perfect. Yeah, so yeah. I would Neo
0: and Out. I think it's Neo and Outlast. Too.
1: Outlast. That's right. Yeah, if yeah. you can get if you can get this on PlayStation, I would just grab it because yeah. it, it is a really good game. Um, if you're big in kind of some of the you know a little bit of the Asian lore as well, um, it, it's really good. You know, you have these nice swords, you have these nice weapons. Um, mm-hmm. I also thought it was the environments here and the the character the the bat like the monsters and stuff mm-hmm. were a little bit more interesting to me than uh, Dark Souls. What they do in Dark Souls. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's yeah.
0: exciting. I'm glad that you did like it. You know, I like it. I was reading a little bit up on uh, Code Vein, and I think that eventually I need to get that. Maybe we should play it. Um... There's so many games coming out. Code Vein is on my list of like Black Friday games. You no, know, when games get real cheaper on Black Friday, if Code Vein's like 30, 35 bucks, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to get it, you know?
1: Yeah. So, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You might be able to find, well, if you get it free, it's free, but you might be able to find Neo for like 10 bucks.
0: Oh, yeah. I actually have a copy of Neo. Okay, perfect. I haven't okay. played it yet. You know, one of the things I really struggle with now that I have an Xbox One X is going back and playing on my OG PS4, I can tell the difference in the quality and I've just been like waiting and wondering if I'm going to get a pro or not before I play <laughs> Neo. So,
1: I'm just going to wait for the PlayStation 5, I think. Yeah. Um and it's unfortunately I'm going to be playing some of the new PlayStation games coming out like Final Fantasy 4 or Final oh, Fantasy 7 right. probably on a PlayStation 4. Nice right. than normal. But yeah, no, good game. Definitely check it out. I I would highly recommend checking out Neo Neo 2.
0: Well, speaking of games we're gonna be playing on our PlayStation Five, it looks like Dragon Age four is not gonna be out for a little while.
1: No. And that's okay.
0: I, uh after Anthem, I want them to take lots of time to not screw up this game.
1: Yeah. Twenty twenty two, right? Isn't that what they yeah, said? Yeah. Like fiscal
0: twenty twenty two. Oh my so gosh. So that
1: means what, like spring?
0: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> a thing to do. But here's the so thing long. some good news on the bioware. EA front. I feel like EA knows they're in a in a corner because they made some interesting announcements in their last fiscal you know call thing that they do towards the end of the year, and one of them was that they are planning to do some remastering of some classic titles. So okay. everybody immediately said Mass Effect.
1: Yeah, the, the Mass Effect. Uh, is it like a remaster?
0: Yeah, remaster of the trilogy. Now, here's the thing. in seven day is Thursday, November seventh.
1: Interesting.
0: I hope we get an announcement of the Mass Effect trilogy being remastered. If it's gonna happen this generation, <laughs> this is when it's gonna get announced. They announced they always do something interesting on in seven day. And last year, I think on in seven day they announced like an Xbox One X enhanced patch for Andromeda. And yeah. some things like that. So, I I mean, here's the thing. If they do a remaster of Mass Effect, the Mass Effect trilogy, I will buy it day one. I will replay all of it very happily, you know. And I'd even pay a little bit more for it. There's like, you know, it's three games. We need to charge a little more. I'm like, all right, 89 bucks. I'll do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, because it's just so much awesome gameplay. And to be able to play it in 4K, high resolution. Because uh, Mass Effect 2 is pretty as it is. But it would be amazing running on my Xbox One X.
1: Okay, confession time. I never finished Mass Effect three. Oh <laughs> uh. never finished it. Um, it was ruined for me. Uh. Um so I was like, you know what? I'm done. Um so it was ruined for me. It's a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. I I will play it. If it come if they remaster it, I will do a full playthrough of it. Yeah, for sure. It's worth it. I mean, you got to. It's been so long. I played Mass Effect when it first came out. You know, I played mm-hmm. Mass Effect 2 when it first came out. So uh, even Mass Effect three, I started playing it, then you know it just kind of was ruined for me. So I stopped playing it. It was literally ruined for me like six hours into the game.
0: Oh, that's horrible! And I was yeah, so mad. Towards the end, it would be like, okay, this is yeah. what's coming. It was. Yeah, I was and so then mad. Did it? That game had a lot of uh, controversy around it. But one mm-hmm. of the cool things, if they do this remaster, Mass Effect two and Mass Effect three had awesome DLC. Mass Effect 2 had the Lair of the Shadow Broker DLC, which is absolutely amazing. And then Mass Effect 3 had the Citadel DLC, which is also very, very, very good. So it would come with all that and it would just be exciting to play through. I want to play through again with, you know, the best looking graphics possible and really enjoy Commander Shepard's journey one more time. Plus, I think if they did that, perhaps they would see, okay, there's still a lot of fans of this series. We need to work on getting back to our roots. And I'm yeah. hoping along with this, this is my other big hope. And I know this isn't an RPG, but it's part of what the news is. Um, I'm a huge Dead Space fan. If they remaster the Dead Space trilogy, I would be a happy, happy boy. So,
1: Dead Space one and two are really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <they> are <laughs> that, that takes good you back dream. though to those heydays. You know, like those were those were really good games by this company. Yeah. You know, this is a visceral, right? Yeah. yeah, Visceral games did a really good job on that. Yeah.
0: They own that IP. I hope that they do something with it. I really want to hope that with Jedi fallen order, which really looks like a turn in the page of EA and what they're doing, particularly with their story-based content that we see them perhaps turning a new leaf and realizing that not all gamers want a, always online world situation thing going on. We do like story, you know. Yeah. You know, here's the thing too. I, I understand these companies need to make money and I understand that they add these things loot boxes, all these different things to make more money. But I'm at the point now where I'm honestly willing if they said we need to start charging five to ten more dollars a game, I'll I'll pay it. I really would. I mean, they've been 59 bucks for forever. They said, we really need to up it to 69 bucks for a new game. I'll be like, okay, that's fine.
1: I a hundred percent agree with you. You I, you know, I've, I've thought that for years. Like, you know, they always say, well, we've got to do this because, you know, we don't make many money off the base game. And I'm like, just up at ten bucks, put the crap in the game and I will pay for it. Like I will buy it.
0: Especially if it's a good game. You know, yes. it's free of microtransactions and, and free of all this stuff and we go back. If we need to pay more for games, I'm cool with it because either everybody who can afford it at launch will get it. If I gotta wait a little bit on a sale, I'll wait. You know, it, it's <clears throat> it's just one of those things. I don't have unlimited income here, and I know neither do you. No. But at the same time New big AAA releases, if they need to charge a little bit more for them to make them what we want them to be, it's worth it in my opinion.
1: I agree. Yeah. Even if it's just a few bucks, like $64.99. You know, $64.99 and just just charge it like it is. Yeah. Um, That's kind of along my way with having all these different, you know types of you know this game you have a game coming out and then there's the the deluxe edition the ultimate edition Mm -hmm. the epic player edition it's like oh my gosh yeah just put it in the game and and
0: people buy them that's the crazy thing yeah you know and here's the thing i bought the the ultimate edition not like the hundred dollar edition of borderlands 3 because oh, yeah. I thought I would really get into it. And I haven't touched Borderlands 3. We need to talk about it another time. That yes. game just doesn't appeal to me very much at all.
1: I lost um, interest.
0: I lost interest. And I think part of the reason why we maybe lost interest was because we had just done a grind fest of Borderlands 1 and 2. That's true. Um, so I wonder if maybe here in a year, like I'll be like, okay, I'm ready to get into some Borderlands now. Let's do this thing. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. No. And
0: the other thing that we have now is things like Game Pass, where games are coming to Game Pass. I know I have a friend who is a hardcore PC gamer and is not a console person, but they have Game Pass for their PC and they absolutely love it.
1: No, yeah, there's a lot of really nice games on Game Pass. Yeah. Um I noticed the other day too, if you download the app, the uh Game Pass app, there are, like quests and stuff.
0: hmm Yeah, for and wh- what do you earn from that? I can't remember.
1: So you earn coins. I'm not exactly sure what you use the coins for. Mm-hmm. But you earn these like coins or tokens or whatever, um, just by doing simple things like oh, you know, complete one achievement, complete yeah. two achievements. I'm like, wow, that's real. That's not too bad. Um, I want to say you can earn extra Microsoft Game points. Pass time or yeah, something yeah, like that. Or, yeah. yeah,
0: Microsoft points or. Are- Game Pass time, you know, for their rewards type, their reward points thing. Yeah, that could be it. I'm not sure. But that's good.
1: That's that. a cool idea. That's a yeah, cool idea. I know idea. a lot of
0: people do it. I know a guy I saw on Twitter said the other day he loaded up the Outer Worlds to get the points or the coins, and then it really wasn't a game for him. So that's fine. But I know a lot of people are playing the Outer Worlds via either Xbox Game Pass or Game Pass for PC.
1: I'm playing it. Or I played it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, you beat it. I have not beaten it. I have been a little slow um, to to play this game. I've either been sick or dealing with a new dog or work's been crazy. So I'm a little behind you. Let's go ahead and transition into that. Talk to me a little bit about The Outer Worlds.
1: How I've been explaining it is I think, honestly, I think probably three years ago when uh, Papa Phil and Microsoft was looking at expanding Xbox Game Studios. Mm -hmm. And they were like, okay, we've got to have some clout here we've got to have a company that does rpgs we've got to have something i think they went into that studio and saw what outer worlds was and immediately went we've got to have this Mm -hmm. because obsidian did a hell of a job with this game obsidian just did fantastic with this game i i told you i I really enjoyed Greedfall. outer worlds is my game of the year (laughs) so far you know, a couple more months left, but Outer Worlds was fantastic. I enjoyed the storylines, I enjoyed the quests, I enjoyed um, difficult decisions. Uh, it's it's one of those games where you know there are a lot of difficult decisions, and mm-hmm. I like games and sometimes where both decisions are terrible. You know, both decisions are just not what you want. Yeah. Um, so I, I enjoyed those decisions. I enjoyed the very there's no uh, the crafting was very small, so I kind of liked that that I didn't have to manage a ton of things. Um, There were a few issues that I had. I found like one or two bugs. But you know what? The overall polish of the game was very impressive. Considering, yeah. you know, people are comparing it to Fallout, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of unfair. Um, but it, it lends itself to the Fallout whole Fallout genre. Um, or the whole Fallout, you know, legacy. I think but the I,
0: comparison to Fallout New Vegas is unfair. I know that they made the same game, but it, it mm-hmm. just doesn't have the same scope. and.
1: No, and even the environments. Like, the environments in this game are absolutely stunning. They're gorgeous. You know, it it, it felt to me a little bit like some of the the environmental effects and some of the environment, you know, art from No Man's Sky. You know, it's bright, really bright-colored plants, bright-colored animals. Um, I really thought that was nice. It was a nice touch. I didn't feel like I was going from drab area or drab city to drab city like in a Fallout game. You know, as a Fallout game, it's basically you're going from one uh, terrible, uh, oppressed place to another. Um, So I didn't feel as drab. It made me, it really caught my eye. I find places where I'm like, oh, that's real pretty. And I would kind of take a step back and look up at the sky and like see another planet. Um, So I thought that was really, really nice. The companion quests, really good. Yeah, I uh, haven't
0: done them very much yet. Uh, actually, I started... I, I'm working on the one for the Vicar. Vicar Max? Oh, Max. Yeah, Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm working on Hit. his. I, I am only about six hours into the game, so I'm still oh, wow. early on. But I'm really enjoying it. I really love the opening planet. I thought it was fantastic. I had a ton of fun. It's... Uh, the choice, the big choice on the planet that you had to make was very uh-huh. challenging for me to decide what to do. Uh... I don't want to spoil it, but you actually, if you really try hard, sometimes you can have your cake and eat it too. Yes. Um, Or at least a a smaller piece of cake.
1: That's a good way to put it. it,
0: Working out in ways. Try to come up with creative solutions. I have maxed, every time I play these games, I max my charisma stats through the roof. I can persuade and lie like nobody's business and hit them really hard with my plasma sword.
1: Yeah, so you're going to melee build then, right?
0: Uh, I have gone back and forth. I Handguns, mostly, and melee. Yeah. and I don't like the way the rifles feel in the game. I don't feel like they're as accurate. However, when I play through even um, just straight first-person shooters, I tend to uh, s- go towards uh, not automatic rifles of any sort. Um, because it's just, I find it easier to visit a point and shoot and and aim better. So that's kind of been my thing with it, but it's really cool how you have all sorts of options. If you want to do a melee build and focus on melee, that's really easy to do. I love how it feels like a quicker, faster paced, more well put together, simpler fallout. And some people might say, well, I don't really want it to be so simple. And I think what really ended up happening with this game, as I've done the research on what the writers had to say, this really feels like a very indie offering. Uh, It's not, it's a AAA game, absolutely, but it's a AAA game by a former indie studio. So they don't have, they didn't have when they built this game, all the resources that someone like Bethesda would have. But at the same time, because the game wasn't so huge in scope, they actually avoided a lot of the bugs and the issues that typically come with a game like Elder Scrolls or Fallout. So there's some pluses and minuses to it there. I liked how you had these big open areas to explore and do lots of things in, but then you went to another planet to go to the next area. I thought that was really cool.
1: I agree with the scope. I think the scope was perfect. Yeah. I think this is a nice 30-hour game. Yeah. Um, a 30-hour RPG where you get lots of good story. I will say one thing. So I played on. I didn't play on the easy mode. I played on normal mode. So there's mm-hmm. easy, normal, hard, and like supernova. supernova. Yeah. Um. So I have some friends that are playing on supernova, and they're like, "This is exactly the way this game was meant to play." I'm not a big fan of once your companion dies, you lose them forever. Yeah. Me so right. <laughs> that's that. That just sucks because you know what happens if you lose all your companions? You don't know. Anyway. Um.
0: But it's cool that the options there. Yes, it's very really cool. Want to play it that way?
1: Yes. So I will say. Playing on the normal mode, I hit a certain point to where it was too easy. Uh. I will say that. I So I did kind of tinker back and forth and change, because you can change the the difficulty in game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did kind of tinker back and forth a little bit on that. Um, but I will say that I hit a certain point where I was like, okay, this is just way too easy. So that was kind of my only big complaint is I didn't feel like it mm-hmm. scaled too much with your level, or the difficulty didn't. Um. But it's fine. You know, it... it, it I, again, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, it doesn't weigh on me too much because it was a 30 hour RPG and I could, I played it in a week and I felt like I accomplished a game, knocked the game out of the park and got the best results I could. Another thing that's been interesting is watching. So when I finished the game, I started watching other streamers play the game and they were kind of at the end too, to try to compare what they got. Yeah. There are tons of outcomes in this game.
0: Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. Now, yes. did you do all the side quests that you came across?
1: I did all the companion quests. I got through all those, loved them. And then I actually messed some things up. Mm. So I was not allowed to continue a few of the side quests because um, I messed them up. I made yeah. some decisions that were not conducive to finishing those quests. Mm. Um, And I also, well, I guess I don't want to ruin too much.
0: Yeah, please don't.
1: Yeah, no, I d two or three of the quest lines I just couldn't finish.
0: Right. Now one thing interesting I, I will mention is that my wife's playing it through and she ended up not able to be recruit not able to recruit Vicar Max. Yes. Um, so that's really interesting how there's some things you can miss. And I think that's really cool. It is a shorter game, but you could play it through again and make totally different decisions.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you can and, play in in different orders. Mm-hmm. Like you could do the, the some of the quest lines a little bit in different order.
0: Yeah, and see what happens. So yeah, I think it's a really cool game. I'm looking forward to buckling down and once I get over this cold, uh, getting back to playing it some more and really enjoying it this coming week. And then, of course, next week on Friday the 15th, we have Pokemon coming out, which is really, really exciting. So lots of awesome RPGs to play.
1: I agree. This is a good time of year, guys. This is a good time of year.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, It is an excellent time of year to be playing games. And I'll tell you what, as we get closer to uh, Black Friday time here in the United States, I will try to keep you all updated on the best deals for RPGs that are out there. Because if you are like us, we don't have all the money in the world. So getting good deals on games, particularly RPGs, is a great thing. So stay tuned to that. Um, I will say this week, uh, PlayStation is doing this double bonus uh, sale where things are like double the price that they're normally off off. So if you're interested in cosmic star Heroin, which I talked about before, you can get it for $2 and 49 cents on the PlayStation Store this week. Oh, so wow. you should be jumping on that deal and getting it.
1: That's a really good deal.
0: It's a really great deal. So for sure, for sure. I know this time of year people are shopping. They try to get deals. So I'll make sure and add that in as we, uh, as we go through the month of November. But I hope that you all have enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for your patience as we get episodes out and continue to get into routine. I've been sick, crazy busy with work, and lots of streaming things have uh, changed. Uh, you can find me on Mixer and Twitter at Dr. Level Up.
1: And you can find me on Mixer at Skyroby and on Twitter at Mr. Skyrobi.
0: So come on and hang out with us on Mixer and enjoy that FTL. And we will see you all later. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We want to thank the Heatley Brothers for their use of their theme song, 8-Bit Power, our theme song, 8-Bit Power. Thank you for listening in. Uh, Thank you again. We take all of our links and a lot of our information from US Gamer. We're big fans of US Gamer. So shout out to US Gamer. Go to usgamer.net and check them out. If you would, please review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Wherever you have found it. If you drop a review wherever you listen, it will be fantastic to help us grow our audience and get to know new listeners. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.